That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are good timing with a good timing, buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show. You're welcome to the show. Now, we're fucking crushing it with this new skin. Do we, uh. Sometimes Wednesday, sometimes Thursday. True. But. Did we send ours out we'll last week? Oh, right after. Nice. With special guest Harrison. Shout out, Harrison. And this song is a shout out to our good buddy, Harold, for sending us this over Facebook. Danny Mitchell. We miss you too, buddy. Hope your kids and garage freezers are doing well. <coughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. So for the record, at work, there's a freezer that we could have. But like we could have? Yeah. But like <laughs> it's just another giant thing to clutter us up. Freezer for a good aim. Get out of the line. Do that. We don't buy enough meat, though, to meet a freezer. No. No, we don't. No, I haven't killed a deer in a fortnight. I've never killed a deer. I've never killed a deer, either. So, I mean, that has been a fortnight. I think the only thing I've ever killed is a bird. Well, in my career. That's not what it's Killed a rattlesnake. Not that long ago, actually. There you go. It's a good song. I don't really enjoy killing things, if I'm being honest. I've never killed anything for the satisfaction of eating it. Right. That seems very satisfying. I'm trying to kill less things. Like, if there's a bug, <coughs> yeah, I will try to, like, direct it out of the car or the house. If, it scares, if it, it scares me, though, like, if, if, if a bug catches me off guard, it's dead. If it's a spider, it's dead. Yeah, it's Even though dead. a spider is technically one of your better allies in terms yeah. of bugs. Because it's going to catch on those guys. Yeah. They're pest control. So. Yet also a pest at the same time. And yet also a pest. I found Looks for like living Devin. in Arizona, I don't even want to jinx myself, but for living in Arizona, like I've had almost no spiders in my room yeah. or anything. And back in Oregon, spiders all the time. Ah, spiders, spiders all the, the time. time. Spiders <laughs> all the time. Spiders all the time. Um, so. Also, though, I feel like here, uh, spiders can live outside. That's true. More year round. That is than true. In Oregon. We've got a couple... Also, lizards probably eat them. Yeah, there's also some real gruesome uh, <coughs> dark spaces in a garage. So there's some gruesome yeah, black widows. Yeah, we've seen a couple there. black widows. There's one that is still there that we try to kill, and every time we get even near it, it just sneaks into the wall, and that is scary. Terrifying. I just don't... Terrifying. I don't have too much of a problem with most sort of creepy crawly things, <coughs> snakes, lizards, nothing, but spiders I got a problem with. I don't like big snakes. That's well documented, but uh, other than that, not... Not a huge issue. Big snakes are wild. Big snakes freak me out. They're so, they make me so large and like muscular. Evil. Crepuscular. Sure. I don't even know what that means, but I like the word. I don't think it is a word. Crepuscular? It Crep- is absolutely a word. Crepuscular. Crepuscular. It's a word. I'm going to need that in this language language of origin, please. Take that to the bank. How much you get that portable charger for? Uh, Surprisingly free. Okay. A coworker gave it to me. Uh-huh. I was like, damn, that's dope. And she's like, do you want it? That is sweet. I was like, well, yeah, but, like, I don't feel, like, whenever somebody asks me, like, if I say something's cool, and, like, do you want that? I'm always like, no, that's weird. Yeah. But I really wanted that. So I was like, are you, like, serious? She's like, yeah, you can have it. I was like, for real? She was like, yeah. And so I took it, and I nice. even texted her. I was like, are you sure I can have this? Like, I, I don't feel, I feel weird taking it. And she was like, yeah, I already ordered another one. So I was there like, you go. all right. I, I offered enough times to not take it. I'm fucking taking it. Well, now you're, uh. 
Now your phone won't be dead nearly as often. Yeah, I know. It's sweet. That it's always sweet. in my backpack, so like wherever I am, I have it. Yep. And even if it's dead, it plugs into the wall to charge. You don't have to have like a... So, I uh, it's pretty dope. So last night, did you go to Harrison's house? Or did yeah. you guys go to the actual game? No. We okay. went to Harrison's house. Okay. And I met up with Michael before. And I helped Steve pick up a couch. Nice. It's a good looking couch out there. Um, Stoive. We had to go to St. Jude's donation charity thing. Mm. And, like, we pulled up to the back. And, like, Steve's, like, the whole way they're very confident in what we're doing. And then we get there. He's like, all right, we have to go around back. I think you go this way. So we go to that end of the parking lot. That's not how you get there. So we had to drive, like, all the way up back around. You're talking over there by the A1? No. So it's on, like, Tatum and Greenway. It's by that Sky Zone and, like, that little strip mall. Okay. There's like a use like a donation place. All right. Um. And so he said we have to get there by six. We get there at like four fifteen. He. D- we go to the back. He so we finally figure out where the back is. It says they close at four, and it's like four fifteen. He's like, "Oh, I talked to him on the phone. That's right here at six. I was like, "Well, go knock on the door." So he goes up and he bangs on the door. They open the door. That he talks when they figure it out. They haven't even taken his couch off the display floor yet. So we got to wait for them to, like, go get it, move it, bring it out. And, like, this whole time, like, I'm just hanging out with Steve, who's a super nice guy. Yeah. But, like, I don't know him that well. Uh, that's and he will Getting just, in a car with somebody all of a sudden. Yeah. And he <laughs> he just tells stories. Nice. And, like, they're entertaining stories, and he's it's fine talking to him. But he's just going, like, a mile a minute and just talking about, like, I found out he owns, like, Two houses in Phoenix and a condo. I told him, so he's like, yeah, I got a condo in San Diego. And I was like, oh, yeah, we went to our buddy who lived in San Diego. I was like, I can't remember. I think it was Mission Street or Mission Beach or something. But yeah, lived right Mission, by a Mission Beach. bar called the Beachcomber. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my place is just north of that. Nice. Did he offer for us to stay there? No, it's, he's renting it out. To like, us, probably. Like, full time. He's like, oh, really? Yeah. Tell him to kick those people out. We'll just move there. Yeah, I'm down. Shout but, out, Stoive. Just had, like, a lot. More than I've ever had to talk to Stoy before. He mentioned our rambunctiousness at all? No, but he's like, yeah, I mean, you're the only guy I know with two big trucks, so I figured <laughs> might as well ask you. And I was yeah. like, yeah, for sure. Like, I have a truck. I mean, maybe it's better that he doesn't mention it, because it's like, that's just what those guys do. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, and also, like, you want to do a favor for your neighbors when you can't. Like, it's just, that's how you build a good community. Yeah. And, like, we started talking about that guy on the corner that always has the shit out in his front yard and nice. like the trailers and she's like yeah me and that guy have got to do it a couple of times i bet he's like most of the time we're, we're like he's cool we're cordial but we've we've got to do it a couple of times i was I'm, like god damn it Steve. have you asked him why he keeps turning over cars constantly no but i wanted to ask him like why do you have so many coupe soft top convertibles yeah all tan like, yeah why well he has one a lot of volkswagens but yeah it's like why Every, you get a chance. No, well, I didn't know how to find it, how to bring it up. You just go. I notice you buy a lot of cars there, Stoive. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, I think he's doing all right for himself. I think Stoive is doing pretty good. He bought his condo in '94. I figured that out. He's nice. like, yeah, you know, when like in '94 when the market was slow. Oh, like, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. I was two, but. Oh, memories. I remember it was the '90s. It was the '90s. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, while you were doing that, I was being treated like a Nazi war criminal at the dentist. Well, what'd you do? So, when I went in... Did you in, wear your I'm with Israel shirt? Of course. Okay. Um, so, so far, I'm confused. The back said I'm with Palestine. It's a real paradoxical <laughs> thing. But um, 
So like when I went into the dentist last time about a month ago, the guy the dentist came out and he's like, "You've got great teeth, no cavities. We'll see you later." I don't think you understand what Nazi war criminals were treated. Hold like. on, that was last month. Oh. That's why this was such a big shock. You're going in there just fucking chest boot out, <laughs> like, all right, dude, let's fucking see what this guy's got to say. I was feeling on cloud nine after he told me that last month, so I went in feeling pretty confident yesterday. I shouldn't have been because I ended up with whoever does like the actual cleaning. Yeah. And I hadn't dealt with her before, and she was like Russian or Bulgarian or something. She was no nonsense. And basically, I've got these I'm, sunglasses. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. I've got these sunglasses on under the big light, and she is just high pitched. Your sunglasses? or No, sunglasses for the light that they okay. put above you, which is good because I had my eyes closed the whole time and was just focusing on my breath yeah. because it was incredibly painful. Yeah. She just went at me and was basically being mean to me. She was like, you've got a lot of plaque buildup. Uh, this is a real problem. Um, Did you say did, Black Lives Matter? I should have said Black Lives Matter. But, like, she starts going back and forth into other rooms, going, where's all of his, his stuff? And she goes, did the doctor, like, did the dentist, like, poke your gums to, like, test if they bleed and yeah, all that? Yeah, my dentist used that to me all the time. And I said, yes. She goes, do you remember the numbers that he called out? And I was like, a month ago? No, I don't remember the numbers he called out as he's poking Did he call out gums. numbers? I don't even know. I doubt it. But, like, at... Six! But I told her... You got her, a six! You got a bleeder over here! But I told her no. And she was, like, pissed. Like, offended? She was, like, pissed that I didn't know. And she's talking in her, like, Russian accent. She's doing it well. Like, my mouth is fucking wide open, and she's grinding the shit out of me. Uh, and, uh... Hey! And, uh... But anyways, I was under there for about an hour and a half as she is just grinding away. Serious, serious pain. At the end, she goes, I'm sorry if I did that too hard. If you're ever in pain, just raise your hand. It's like, you didn't tell me that before I started. No. Second, I wouldn't have. You can't. you're a man. Yeah. Third of all, it was just like, she was like mean the whole time. Yeah. It's like, that's a horrible bedside manner, but... That is also kind of how those Eastern Bloc chicks are. Yeah. But uh, anyways, long story short, I got to go back in two more times for another cost of about 350 bucks. For what? Uh, to do a deep teeth cleaning. No, see, you don't need that. I don't know. I was looking at some of the diagrams, and I saw what she was talking about, and I don't want that. While I have dental insurance, Kevin, I'm trying to do yeah, everything between yeah, dental yeah, and physical insurance yeah. to just tune my body up like yeah, a car yeah. and like send it out once I don't have insurance anymore. Yeah, we're gonna send it here in a couple, couple few months, so, so we gotta get this thing fucking tuned up and firing on all cylinders, get baby. My wisdom teeth taken out. Oh, that's actually fun because you, I, I had a blast when I all right. got put under. I'm gonna do a few things. Like so. my. Uh, I don't, re- I don't really remember, obviously, but my mom said I just kept, like, calling Ian, calling you, calling... Th- she's like, I just kept calling people at school. Nice. She was like, you can't call them there at school. And I just kept doing it, so she had to take my <laughs> phone. And then I had no pain. I had no swelling. Nice. I didn't even take my Vicodin because I was in high school and innocent Not cool. and fucking dumb. I yeah. didn't realize Pussy. that Vicodin is fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember... I, like, I didn't even think about not coming to school because, like, I was in zero pain and I could eat Uncrustables, which is what I was living off of anyways <laughs> at the time. I was eating corn on the cob so that I afternoon. Was fucking high on the hog. And I went to Spink and I was like, hey, can I go get some uh, Advil from the office? I had my wisdom teeth out and they're starting to hurt. He's like, what are you even doing at school? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, when did you have them out? And I was like, yesterday. 
He's like, you shouldn't be here. And I was like, I can get time off of school for this. I can leave? And he's like, yeah, most people do. And I went and talked to my mom. She's like, well, are you in pain? And I was like, no. She's like, then you're not going home. <laughs> I was like, well, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, I'm going to try to utilize whatever time I'd get off for it. But like, when are you going to do it? Uh, probably in a, you know, like early next year. I'll give you a fucking primo idea. What's that? Do it during March Madness? Yeah. Like uh, the vasectomy thing. That's not bad. Like if you do it on a Wednesday and you get Thursday, Friday off and you're just watching the games all day, high yeah. as fuck. That's, yeah. That, that, that sounds right. fun. I, I like where your head's at. Because I can live <laughs> with them the way they are. Like honestly, for the rest of my life, I could probably live with them the way they are. But every dentist I've talked to goes, you really need to get those out. Well, my, and that's been for like 10 years. My dentist told me to get them out because I have pretty straight teeth. And yeah. he said that, like, right now it doesn't look like it's a problem. But if they do just, like, start growing weird, it could fuck your teeth up. All right. So that's why they had me get them out. And I got them all out at once. Well, I might not have to get the top ones out, but I might get the bottom ones but, out. Yeah, it, for me, it was not a horrific experience. They're going to have to carve them out of my head. Yeah. Mine are in a weird spot. Nice. But, uh... They're symmetrical, so that's good. Why? What? Why do we? Do we have wisdom teeth as just like a last chance mechanism for when we're old to have molars again? Um, I don't. I wouldn't imagine so. Like, why? Why don't they just grow? Why? Like, some people's don't ever grow. Some people's always grow. I like. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think my mom ever had hers out. My dad just got his out. All right. So, I don't know. I, I, I probably should. And I really only want to do it because they'll just keep bugging me. My dad and my brother. Not my teeth. Dentists. Yeah. My dad and my brother, I'm pretty sure, definitely my dad, had to get their gallbladders removed. Ooh. Which the doctor said is hereditary, so that's pretty sick. hey oh. I got my appendix out a year and a half ago, so that was fun. Never better. Never better. Uh, spleen's doing all right. Kidneys, you know, fair to middle. Failing. Fair to Midland. <laughs> um, but when I was Rapidly. Like, when she was just grinding on my teeth, and I don't know if this is a guy thing or if everybody does it, but like, you're in a lot of pain. Like, it is really hurting. And at some point, a switch flips in your brain, and you just start going, is that all you got? Is that all you got? <laughs> oh, dude, that's not, not even give that it bad. To me. Huh? That's not even that bad. <laughs> Fucking get in there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd pay you to do some work. <laughs> Are you even cleaning at this point? I don't feel anything. You're going to keep playing grab ass or you're going to stick that in my mouth? So I remember when I used to go to the dentist, I would literally just lay in the chair, close my eyes, and like hold on to the armrest as hard as possible and yep. try my hardest not to show the pain on my face. <laughs> I did that too. At one point, a stray tear Oh, dude, yeah, just escaped my eye and started rolling down my cheek. They'll get you, dude. And uh, But what I try to do is remember that... I tried to remember the because I was also kind the of good in the seat. Oh, I always remember the Titans. I always remember the Titans. I got 9-11 a few times. <laughs> but uh, I was, like, gripping really tightly on the seat, and I was trying to compare it to other times I've been in a seat like this and having pain. And I and I don't – this might have made it worse, but I just kept picturing the time when I had a broken nose, and they offered me a painkiller. I said no, and then they gave me about nine or so shots up my nose – like deep in my nostril, like needle shots, and uh, that was the worst pain <coughs> that I've had. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to quantify. Oh, I've had a lot of pretty. Think, it, I don't want to think about serious that. pains. Like when I crushed my hand, Devin crushed my hand. Uh, shout out, Devin. May or may not be coming on the pod later. He's a yeah. He's a loose cannon. But the point is, 
I don't know what the point was, but the point is strong. Pain, pain, it's a strong point. And just fucking gritting it out, dude. And then, but flipping That's that switch and just grit. being like, is that all you got? Yeah. So, the other night I watched a movie. And that movie is called Barbarian. You heard of it? No. Does it have The Rock? No. Okay, then I definitely haven't so, heard of it. It's a scary movie. Whoa. And, uh, again. I don't know how to describe it without giving it away, so I'm not gonna, but it... Is it a psychological the, thriller? Like, what are we talking? It's a little psychological. It's a little creature feature. It's, uh... Jump scare? No, it's some. Some, but doesn't rely on that. But good jump scares? Yeah. And, uh... Right, what, do you, what would you compare it to? I don't have anything to compare it to. Nothing to compare no, it to. No, it specifically kind of breaks the rules on... Not breaks the rules, but, like, really works with them. And, like, makes you think that it's going a certain horror trope direction and absolutely slaps, slaps you with the reality that it's face. not. And uh, it, it's one of the wildest movies I've seen in a while. The entire second half of the movie, my mouth was basically just open. My eyes were glued open. Just like, what the fuck is going on and what the fuck is going to happen next? How long is it? Like an hour and a half. Nice. All right. That's doable. Yeah. It is I like horror movie. Movie. It's got Justin Long in it. I like horror Jeepers Creepers have you seen it's that it's got the guy who played It have you seen Jeepers Creepers uh no that's a good movie I like that right. movie that's got Justin Long I Justin like, Long's in a lot of horror movies Tusk I like comedy and horror movies for the same reason yeah and it's that they're generally about an hour and a half <laughs> well and uh uh this one's got elements of comedy to it also nice like there's some absurdity and some like pretty decent little laughs and then it's also just but like right when you're laughing it'll hit you it's a really good movie, All right. and it's the perfect time in spooky season. Yeah, spooky season is here. Do you think we will get any trick or treaters this year? Um, maybe more than last year. I don't think. I'm starting to think. Well, last year wasn't a COVID year either, so I'm like, starting to think we don't get shit. I'm starting to think we're in the fucking poor neighborhood that's too close to rich neighborhoods to yep. get trick or. I mean, that's true. Right across the street is definitely right way better. Yeah, way better. We just need to go set up our podcast table over at a trunk or treat at a church and really draw a crowd. You think we should take the pod to the church? I think the bring the yeah, pod to the people. Yeah, you don't bring Muhammad to the mountain. You bring the mountain, mountain to, Muhammad. to Muhammad. That's right, yeah. baby. So we're moving mountains. And by Muhammad, I mean we're going to go to an Islam church. Obviously. Um, hey, so uh, Israel. Yeah, you're probably. If you know anything, you know more than me. I know I'm not asking. Ah, oh, goddamn. So you. I mean, I can maybe. They're killing Jews. That's what I've gathered. So what I've gathered is it's the worst genocide on. Guys, Jesus. first of all, if if you're gonna be offended by two idiots talking about this, which none of our fans are because our fans are all our idiot friends. Yeah. But we're, there was this, <laughs> this is about to be very unintelligent conversation <laughs> that is going yeah. to follow. Just a fair warning right now. But you wouldn't <laughs> be listening to us if you didn't at least yeah. believe in some of our speculation and hearsay. Yeah. Uh, the Jews are controlling the weather. So I have not heard much other than I just kind of know that it's the worst uh, genocide of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. Like over 700 people. Allegedly, the pictures of Hamas like cutting off the heads of babies, apparently that didn't happen. But apparently a lot of the rest of the stuff happened. So my opinion on it is, like, a lot of people had to retract the fact that they said, we're sorry that we shared this thing about them decapitating babies. That was not true. And from where I come from, I like, yeah, that's extra brutal. 
but you're still just murdering people yeah. en masse and raping people en masse. Yeah. It does, like, if you do that, that is not good, but it doesn't make, matter if it it's doesn't a baby matter. or a human or yeah. an adult. Or at all. Like, yeah. you're still killing them. Yeah. Whether you beheaded them is, who cares? Like, yeah. it just doesn't have any bearing. It's already brutal enough. Yeah. And so. Well, apparently the guy he said, this is according to one of my coworkers who shall remain nameless, Josh. Hey, said, shut up. But I already, I heard this somewhere else, so, but the, apparently Hassam, is that a guy? Uh, what? Like Hassam, or the guy, the, the person that's leading it or whatever. Hassam? The people. Hamas? Hamas. Hamas. Hamas is just the name of the group as far as I okay. know. Okay, well, they, the leader of Hamas, I don't know why I keep putting that quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> but he spoke out and asked all of the extremists to make their voices heard tomorrow on Friday. I heard about that. So, like... He really shouldn't be doing that. No, that's... No, you really shouldn't be doing that. Especially in America, you're going to get a lot of innocent people injured that way. But um, that, that could get interesting. That could get interesting because they are a religion that Is, listens and follows orders. Yeah. They, yeah. And, and it's made worse because, as far as they're concerned, they're doing one of the best things you could do for the yeah. world. Dying for your religion and your, yeah, yeah. Well, and killing the infidels killing and the especially infidels. the Jews. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's... Not, not condoning it, ladies and gentlemen. That seems like it's going to be a problem. Yeah, that could be an issue. Um, I mean, I don't know what the Jewish population is in Arizona. Jamie looked that up. Yeah. Um, I, I don't assume know. there's... I assume Scottsdale's got some Jews. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know who does the... Uh, who runs the news in this town, but probably... A lot of them. The weather's great, so we got to have some. That's true. So, I would like to hope that this is... Yeah, it's just another one of those TikTok challenges that nobody follows through on. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's probably all that we should say about it, but things are getting dicey over there. Well, let me throw this out there. Ukraine and Russia, You there's a bunch of people Crushing on a bunch it. of different sides on even what's going on over there. And on the Israel Hamas thing, that seems a lot more cut and dry. But what if you if we're getting all the proper facts, like even if we're getting eighty percent of the facts, uh, that seems pretty cut and dry. Who absolutely is doing is the evil? Yeah, is it possible that Probably. Ukraine and Russia are in a fake war, and we're sending a bunch of money to Ukraine, and then they're both just going to attack us? That, that would, would be, be a sweet gag. Sean Penn would have something to say about that, though. Why? Because he spent a while over there making a documentary. Okay, but that would be diabolical, huh? Twat. Huh? That would be diabolical. That would be diabolical. I think that we should start a war around here. With Mexico? But, but like, fake it. Yeah. Like, we can call, hey, hombre, like, yeah. hey, we're not actually going to do hey, it. Hey, we're going to pretend to fight you, and then you and guys... Then they're going to give us You cash. guys try to get money from Russia. I mean, well, I don't know why I'm talking like a Mexican accent <laughs> because I'm talking to a Mexican, but... You get some money from Russia, and then we, we will team up and attack Russia. <laughs> Comprende? And that's all you got to say. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we've got a billion dollars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Step one. <laughs> Step two, a million dollars. Like, we're not even asked for that much. No. Like, we'll ask for, we'll ask for like, an appropriate amount. Yeah. But, like, not one that'll raise any eyebrows. It's no. like, oh, they're in a war. We'll <laughs> give them a little bit of money, because that's what we do. Exactly. Uh, And we'll just keep it. Not you know just a little nest egg, a little walking around money for us, a little, a little wham, wham. <laughs> a little so, walking around money. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's a great idea. 
God, the Be- if the Beavs get a new conference, uh-huh. they should name the conference the Wham. The walking around. Wh- money? Well, it'd be like Western Athletic Movement or something. But I want to call it the Wham. All right, let's see how this transition. Why goes. is Devin calling you when he knows what we're in the middle uh, of? Well, I know that. God, we have to allow microphone access to this asshole. What is up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Devin Hudnall on the podcast coming into us via Skype or something. I'm happy to be here again. Well, it's Facebook Messenger, but I'm not going to shout him out because they refuse to sponsor us despite the repeated requests. True that. So, no. Devin, we were talking about Israel. Don't blame me there. What was that, Austin? We were talking about Israel. Thoughts? Oh. Well, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. This it's, guy's a fucking loose cannon. It's just like beer. Once he gets started, he can't shut her down. <laughs> Speaking of which. What you drinking there, cowboy? Oh, a little bit of uh, margarita. My, I told Kevin about it earlier today. Uh, Allie, my wife, is... Uh, been home with COVID the last couple days because her work won't let her come back, even though she feels fine. So her boss came by and dropped off a bunch of tacos and four margaritas. Guys, nice. does she have COVID? COVID tacos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she definitely has COVID. she get vaccinated? Uh, a while ago. I'm pretty sure those things have worn off. Uh, if they worked at all, Devin. If they worked at all. Yeah, I don't know. I got one. I got COVID eight months later. Right before I was ready to go to Seattle Mariners. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> Unfortunate. Well, yeah. yeah. Sold the tickets for more than what we bought them for, though, so it was a profitable experience. You <laughs> told, did you tell them that you touched it with your gross COVID disease hands? Austin, it is 2023. He electronically sent the tickets to whoever got the tickets. <laughs> you didn't meet up with some dude? <laughs> in a fucking auto parts parking lot? <laughs> I would have. Not like when we bought those Blazers tickets at the fucking Burgerville. Ooh, hey, classic. Dude, shout out Burgerville. Tyler was there. Shout love, out Burgerville. I love Burgerville. Those Doc Martens? <laughs> I think that was that trip. It had to have been oh, because yeah. there's only been like three or four trips. We just hear the quotes. With us three and Tyler? Yeah, we just hear the quotes all the time. Yeah. I was about to ask what their seasonal milkshake is, but it's got to be pumpkin. I would imagine so. My uh, co-worker Mark brought me in like a pumpkin pie fucking empanada this morning. That sounds good. Are you a pumpkin pie guy? I, I... I like the idea of it more than I really love eating it. Okay, whatever the fuck. But I will, I will eat it. What does what does McLovin say in role models? He's like, I like the idea of it more than I really like it. <laughs> He's talking about uh, what is he talking about? I don't about? remember. But I love pumpkin pie because it's only required to eat like twice a year. So so if it was like a classic after dinner dessert, not that's a big no from the Kev dog. Most most of the time. Well, the thing is, I think pumpkin but spice thanks, so it perfectly encapsulates fall. the fall and that like it would feel. It's oh. like watching Christmas movies in July. It just, like you just can't do that. It feels wrong. Christmas with the cranks. Christmas with the cranks is an all year kind of movie. Yeah, I mean, Devin, are you wearing a Devin? Are you wearing a Portland Trailblazer shirt because they're playing a preseason game today? 
No, I'm wearing it because it was the first long sleeve shirt I pulled out of the closet because I pulled out my long sleeves today. I'm no longer a Portland Trailblazers fan until four Which, years that until tells four you, years it's from now. It's been a pretty good summer in the state of Oregon if I just pulled out my long I am now sure. a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Aren't we all? No, like I don't even like the Blazers anymore. I will not support them until Jody Allen sells the team. That's a fact. Sell the team, Jody. I know you're listening. I definitely support the Milwaukee Bucks this year, for sure. Dame's one of those oh, players yeah. that's like, I'll follow No matter him. where he goes, I will always root for him. And the fact that any, and I'm not even like, I know so much less about the day-to-day operations of the Blazers than you guys do. I know almost nothing, but, if I'm being completely but honest. But just knowing the way that some people in Portland treated Dame after leaving is just like, is that not the most ungrateful Portland thing to do? Yeah, yeah but... Uh, Overwhelmingly, there was well, overwhelmingly, but the fact that there were even detractors that were Portland fans is just like he fucking stuck around there longer than he any superstar should be feel obligated to stick around. Yeah, and he can he has himself to blame as much as anyone because if he wanted to, he could have told them to trade CJ whenever he wanted, and he always stuck up for him. And I'm pretty sure anybody could tell you that Damon CJ were never going to win a championship together. No, I'll keep this outlook or this take short and sweet. I bet. He's got two years on his contract until he's free. I hope the Milwaukee Bucks win the next two championships. Devin, he just signed a good five he just signed like a five or six year supermax with us. No. Well he's got a player option. He's got a player option at the end. Keeping it short and sweet. I hope he like he wins the next two with Milwaukee because he didn't close at the end of his closing statement with his goodbye to Portland. Said, "I don't think this will be the last time I wear a Portland uniform. Go get your two championships. We're gonna fucking tank and suck and get a bunch of young talent. And he's gonna do a LeBron when LeBron came back to Cleveland with Giannis. He's gonna bring his new friend Giannis with him." Exactly. Let's go. I like it. Here's Portland's gonna have a formable team again. Let's go. I like it. Um, I think he's got more than that on his contract, but that's beside the point. Um, he, he everyone who's talked to Damian, like all the reporters in Portland and stuff, have all said that like with the city and with the fans, and even for the most part, the team, other than certain upper management people. Damon Stillard is still in good terms with Portland itself. Like, he loves Portland. He just built a million dollar, multi million dollar mansion here. Like, he's going to come back to Portland. I just think, hopefully, yeah, in three or four years, we're actually ready to compete and he's not just coming back for a farewell tour. I mean, shit. We brought in fucking um, Mellow for a couple of years on what. Was his farewell? Fell fell yeah. Fell, whatever. Well, farewell. Welfare. Welfare. What are you, Joe Biden? Yeah, no, he's, yeah. And Damian Lillard, I think, will be a better competitor than Carmelo was, obviously, like, by he's, nature. He's, so, he's like the ultimate competitor. He always shows up in the big games. Yeah. I'm looking at his contract right now. He has this year, and then next year he has a player option, but he's already exercised it and said that he's staying. Damian so Lillard? he's got two years for sure with the Bucks. After that, he's an unrestricted free agent with no contract out, uh, obligations. In two years? Yep, this year and next year. Damn. That's way shorter than I thought. 
he'll also be 35 at the end of that, but... It's a yeah. fun age. LeBron's like a 1,000, so... Yeah, Damian Lillard's game will age fine because he can just shoot forever. God, Devin is just... We're not sponsored... I know you guys aren't sponsored by him yet, but I just want to say American Spirits make a prime product. I don't advertise stuff I don't use. He's like a poor man's Pierce Brosnan. I don't know. He's like almost man's Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, like... He's what, almost with Pierce Brosnan. It's not Pierce Brosnan, I don't think. I can't think of the guy's actual name. Uh, Tom Hanks and Castaway. Yeah, Tom Hanks and fucking <laughs> Retard Man. <laughs> retard Man. Called. I love Retard Man. What a movie. What is? What that a film. Movie? I think Retard Man won the Oscar in '94. What is that movie called? Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. God damn it! Run, <laughs> Retard, run! <laughs> retard Man. God, I love that Biden documentary. <laughs> uh, not to get political here. But uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the bees for a second, huh? What did you guys think of that Cal game? Uh, I loved it. I We gave up some points, but that onside kick gave him the ball. Onside kick was a bad call. And then we had the fumble right after that, and they had momentum. Quarterback kind of played other out of his those, mind. Other than those 14 points, which we gave them. Yeah. They didn't, they put up, what, 26? Yeah. Without those 14, which is still a lot. But we put up 52. Our offense looked good. DJ looked incredible. DJ looked awesome. DJ looked fantastic. Our passing touch. We finally started using our tight ends. Yeah. No like, shit. Our offense looked legit. So, overall, I was pleased. Our defense, it, it was also a road game. They had a new quarterback who I think was better than anyone thought he was going to be. I think he also had like a re- like a crazy good game for yeah. he'd only played one snap before that. Yeah. But he just came out and played you know confident. not lights out but super confident. Yeah. Yeah. Made the right decisions. Um but overall had I, one interception but it was late in the game we were already kind of killing him and he yeah. had to go for it. So It was uh, I I I thought it was a pretty solid game. I also thought that one touchdown was basically scored by the refs. Yeah. The two personal fouls in a row, both on fourth down. Yeah. Like, that's kind of fucked up. But in a row. Yeah. Like, they just marched them down the field. Yeah. That's 30 yards, both on fourth down, and we could have stopped them. Yeah, when we had stopped them. Yeah. And, like, the rough in the kicker, he got his hand on the ball, as far as I could tell. That's what the announcers were saying, too. We'll say I was a little bummed. Kevin and I were placing bets, and the only thing that we missed was that Kevin said that the game was going to go under, I think, 54 points. 57. And I said, how so if Oregon State's going to put up 40? And he said, I don't think in a wet dream Oregon State's offense I put did, up 40. <laughs> I did not say that. I said, I don't think we can. There was no mention of a wet dream. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, well, they hadn't shown that they could. Even against, yeah. like, San Diego State, we didn't score that many points. Uh. We got 20, a forty-point game. And well, yeah, against San UC Jose. Davis. UC Davis. Ah, maybe San Jose. We scored forty-nine. San Jose. We scored forty-two. I think. Either way, uh, I've never had a wet dream. So have you guys? No. I think I'm, I think that actually might be a chick thing. I'm disappointed in that. I had a, what I thought was a wet dream once. Turns out, I pissed the bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was alcohol involved. Well. <laughs> 
but no, I never have. Okay, yeah, me neither. Devin? Not that I can remember. I thought I just got laid that morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard to tell from the right. day from the night and the lady from the last lady. <laughs> but the Beavs. But the Beavs. at home, number 18, UCLA, coming to town with a freshman quarterback. Stout defense. Good defense. UCLA apparently has a legit defense. Like a top five run defense. Which is not anything I ever thought I would hear. No. They're a fairy not from team. A Chip Kelly team. No. I know. But, uh, so, I don't know. I I listened to a couple podcasts today. Home, homecoming week, we're rocking the classic Bennies. That's going to be an edge in our favor. Are we? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think just all the vibes and research are it's, immaculate right now. We're 14 and 1 at home, or 15 and 1 at home in the last three years. Yeah. And like. That one lost barely to USC. Yeah, barely. Should have been a win. We should be 15 or 16 and 0 at home. Yeah. And, um,. We just take care of business at home. Yeah. The crowd is one of the best to play in front of. Our team. It fires the team up. Dude, our team flies around the field. So that's what I was going to say. They at, are at home, so we fast. are everywhere. Yeah. They're so fast. With the new stadium walking into that, you've got to feel a little extra swagger. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you, your confidence at home has to be sky high. Yeah. And, uh, and you don't want to let those beat fans down. You got that right. No. God knows they've Not done it in the past. Turf. Not in front of my <laughs> fans. Not in my house. But uh, Alton, must protect this house. Alton Julian got a couple uh, series in last yeah. game. So that's fun. Yeah. And our secondary has come together. Dude, really, honestly, we played one bad half of football against Washington State, and it cost us a game. But other than that, we've been pretty sound. The first well, half, the like first half against Washington in. State was rough, but since then we've been pretty solid. I've been confused by it, but it hasn't bit us yet. Bringing in Aiden Chili's for a possession or two, kind of thing. <laughs> I think we're building up to something bigger, which is keeping them happy. But then also, in one of those real hard-fought games. Just bring the guy in that came up come up with a change of pace. Do you intentionally call him Aiden Chili's? What's his real name? Chiles. But I love Chili's. I so love Ch- Why I, don't we call him Chili? I want to call him Chili's. Every time Devin says that, I'm like, yes. I like it too. Fucking Aiden Chili's. And I mean, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, they're not registering him. I bet they put him in on the third series in most games. I don't like the third series, though. I think that's would a weird... you prefer weird... second? No. I would prefer fourth or start of the second half. Yeah, okay, I like start of the second I was about to say start of the second because half. Because the third... Like, we, we usually come out strong, and we usually get points on our first drive. And then our second drive is a crapshoot. And then it's like the third drive, you re- we're finally starting to get some stuff going. And then you bring in another quarterback, and it just throws everything off. Yeah. And then, but there's less on the line. Like, I think that's the idea of rather than bringing them in in the fourth, it's like... I wouldn't bring him in the fourth. Well, I'm saying, well, if he can prove that he can actually operate a drive and you give him chances, well, we still have plenty of time that if things fall flat, we can come back from it. You're, I'd rather have him get experience doing that than try to bring him in late in the third quarter 
or early in a four. He is three for three well, in his last three drives. And I mean, yeah, the first time we brought him, the first time we no, when we brought him in against Utah, we got a field goal. Oh really? Yeah, and but then this time we got a touchdown. So it's not like it's killing our offense. It's just we. It's just a weird. I don't know. The third drive makes me feel weird every time. I know. But man, what a day of football we're gonna have on Saturday. Ducks versus the Huskies oh, at t- noon thirty. Noon thirty, and then baby. pretty much right as that gets over, there'll be like an hour before the Beaver game. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think Wazoo's I'm playing Osh- Washington. Uh, no, Austin. Austin, Arizona. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun day of football. There's no Pac-12 after dark. There's no late game. Really, but everybody's playing this week. Yeah. USC plays Notre Dame. I don't know what time that game. That's is, true. They could lose. I've heard some talk that there's a good shot of them losing. And, I mean, they've got a terrible defense. defense I think Notre Dame's overrated. Like, they almost lost to Colorado. Yeah, but so is USC. Yeah, they almost lost to Colorado. They almost lost to Arizona. Yeah, they nearly they should have lost to Arizona. Arizona was at home. Arizona was at USC, too. Yeah. It's true on that. True on that, bud. Um. But yeah, I've got nothing that day. I'm planning on watching a lot of football. Let's go fucking Cougs. Let's go dogs. Let's go dogs. We're the dogs. So, but uh, yeah, UCLA. I think it's gonna be a good game, but I think we really start pulling away in the fourth quarter, or maybe even halfway through the third. Yeah, I think we win pretty, pretty comfortably. I just UCLA since Chip's gotten there, nothing has impressed me. Well, Me neither. And they they just a freshman quarterback against our defense, and I don't care how good their run game is or run defense is. No one has stopped our rushing attack. No. So until somebody does it, I'm not going to believe it. And we just played Utah, who's like the <coughs> best, you know, top three in the country, and like did fine. Yeah. We did not have issues with that. We got swallowed up a little bit more, but not much. Yeah. Still good runs. Fenwick's been playing great. Fenwick's been the back that he should have been this whole time. Yeah, I know. He's having a weirdly good season. Like, yeah. Not weirdly good, but much more effective than previous seasons. I do miss Jam Griffin though. Well, Me too. So I've noticed he's been getting more. He's been getting more carries um, throughout the year. Also, we just talked about Aiden Chilly's <laughs> uh, getting some more looks. Do you think that Jonathan Smith is kind of preparing for a bunch of guys to transfer out after the season's over with us not having a future? I think he's preparing guys that normally wouldn't just to keep them happy. I I think I think that's part of it. I definitely think that's part. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah. But I also think that the realignment stuff is far from over. Yeah, and especially if we can have a two-year grace period. Like the Big Ten. Just schedule a fun schedule. The Big Ten released their schedule. I noticed the Big 12 hasn't released their schedule. The ACC hasn't released their schedule. So I think there's still some stuff that's going to go down. And, like, right now the Beavers and the Cougars kind of have a stronghold on the entire Pac-12. So that still counts for something right now. And the trial or whatever is on the 14th for the next. Huh? Depending on what the decision is with where the Pac-12 money and how it's divided goes, I don't see any reason why we can't put together a legitimate schedule next season between us and Wazoo. We have the money that where 
Big Ten, Big 12, SEC teams, like big high-profile teams would normally have a bye week in the middle of their schedule, we could instead have them pick us up during what would have been their bye week, and they can cut that shitty game that they play at the beginning of the year, and we just pay those guys. Because if you cancel a game, you still have to pay them the money, and we'll say, fuck it. Like, the way that fucking um, Alabama plays Alabama State, fuck it. I don't give a shit. We'll pay you $250,000, what you would have got, and instead we get to play Bama during their regular off bye week. Like, yeah. we can scrap together a schedule. I think they've already been working on that. Except those games are like $2 million. Regardless, how much money would we be sitting on? Well, if we have Between to pay the two of us, like well, if we have to pay ten of those, that's twenty million dollars. The season's thirteen weeks long. I feel like the yeah. fact that the Big Ten released their schedule is uh, basically evidence in court. Oh yeah, that like they're gone. Yeah, it's like they're planning on being in this conference next year. Like yeah, like the, who gives a shit about a, lo- a letter of intent? Yeah, like everything you've done is basically a letter of intent. Yeah, and then your with the actions re- are intent. And then with the official releasing of the schedule, yeah, that's as solidified as it could be, and I think that probably helps our case. You know. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think at some point someone's going to strong arm the Big 12 or yeah the Big 12 into taking us but I'm interested to see how much money like if the Beavs and Cougs just hold on to it and they get a share of the playoff money that would be pretty dope for yeah. two schools to split that money. Yeah. It couldn't happen to two better teams. No, it couldn't. I don't know. I've I never had a problem with a Washington State Cougar fan. Mostly because I don't meet them very often. They're far and few between. Duck fans, though. Don't Good get Lord. me started. Oh, duck fans are the worst. I live in the belly of the beast. Duck. I know. it's well, Duck fans are the least right. educated sports fans. Like It's just ducks or nothing. Masoli spin move touchdown. Exactly. It's like, God, I fucking hate you. You have... you. Nothing, none of your arguments are based off of football, facts, strategy, or knowledge. It's just, I like the Ducks, so they're going to win. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's, we would make jokes about him in high school because there's mostly people that really didn't know a lot about football, but they loved the Ducks. And their arguments were fucking insanely retarded. And then I get to Eugene. I've been here for almost three years now. And it's same fucking people saying the same fucking stupid shit. Yeah. Like, I remember, I, I was telling Kevin about this, watching um, Oregon almost lost to BYU last year and ended up putting, they had to put up like 50-something points just to get barely scraped by a win. Meanwhile, Oregon State and US, um, USC are in a bar, like, we're, it's 0-3 the entire fucking game. And this bitch, all she could do was talk about how many points the Ducks score. I'm like, well, this is a different style of play. This is a hard-nosed football game. She's like, yeah, but the Ducks put up 50 points and you guys haven't put up anything. And I'm like, yeah, but we've limited the USC, who usually puts up 50 points, to three goddamn points. Well, Ducks keep scoring points. You guys don't. And that's why we're better. Yep, that like, sounds... That is the dumbest... 
watch a fucking football game. <laughs> Every game is different. That's the same reason chicks like her say, I like that car because I like how uh, its color. Yeah. I really love that color, so I want that car. It's like that is as superficial as any of it gets. You're not paying attention to the nuts and bolts whatsoever. And the nuts and, and I bolts gar- are what makes it. I guarantee that she bought her car because she liked the color of it. Got anyone who gets fired up by that fucking Dan Lanning. I like Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning seems like a good guy, and I hate that he's the Ducks coach because I really like him. But that pregame speech he said before Colorado was so fucking stupid. They play for clicks, we play on the grass. He was like, built on substance, not on clicks. Or not on flash. Built on substance. You're wearing cleats that change color when they heat up in this game. Yeah. And then he's like, this game's not going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. And it's a stupid thing. But it's like, you play on turf. And the, yeah. it, he's, they're, they're playing for clicks. We're playing for wins. You talk with your pads. You talk with your <laughs> helmet. It's like, God, you're, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's such a It's such a bad speech. Well, it's a bad speech because it's not self-aware. No. Like, I think he could be a guy who fires you up, but he also... Eh. I, I don't think he would fire me up. I don't think he'd fire me up either. You know who would fire mean, me up? I don't know. If, I were, if you say Jonathan Smith, I, I think you're wrong. Coach, Hold on. <laughs> Quiet confidence. Yeah. But I don't think he's, he's going to fire you up. I don't think he'd be like, let's fucking go, boys. Rip off his shirt and start flexing on dudes. Like, he's probably not going to do that. But we're not in the locker room. I don't know. Who knows what happens during chalk time? I don't know. Those boys are those boys are looking for fun. Oh, God, and they're done. Oh, I missed it. You want another go they're, at that, bud? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Try that again. They're looking for fun. They're dumb and they're full of cum. Yeah, young, dumb, and full of cum. Um, but I don't know. I think Jonathan Smith. Instead of like, I mean, I think he fires you up. They, he probably gets the other coaches in on it. Trent Bray probably gets in and I fires him up. I bet Trent Bray fires you up. But I think the thing about Jonathan Smith is I think he just treats all his players so well while keeping them disciplined that they go, we're winning this not for us, we're winning this for coach. Yeah, they literally play for each other and they play for coach. Yeah, so I think he fires them up by not firing them up. get your players players fired up. I understand getting fired up and trying to hit somebody. Like, I remember people, like, guys in high school football that would literally smash their heads against the water before a game to get fired up. Meanwhile, I would just like sit there and just go through every play mentally. I don't think you need to get fired up, scream and yell to go hit somebody. I think you should do that during practice, during games, and just sit there and I don't know, I would just mentally go through every play and know what I need to do. And I think that's more (laughs) what Jonathan Smith is that's what you did before the game? This is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to execute. Who gives a shit about yelling and hip-hip hoorays? Do what you're supposed to do. Be where you're supposed to be at at the right time. And yeah. then we'll scream and yell later. That's, <laughs> what, that's what you did before the game? Uh, no, because I remember seeing you in the locker room when coming undone would come on the fucking thing. I used, to bodies. Try, I used to try to stay out of coach's eyesight and, like, <laughs> hidden away. Oh, no, 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 not me. <laughs> Do you not think about putting me in there. 
I wanted to play defense. I wanted no part of playing offense. I remember one time we were playing a JV game, and it was at Willamina, and we came back from halftime, and we were winning, but not by a lot at all. And me and Ian didn't have our helmets on because it, we just got back from halftime. And Culbertson is like, you guys saving quarters for varsity? And me and Ian looked at each other like, yeah. <laughs> and Colbert is like, smart. And we were like, yeah. Got to save quarters for varsity. Yeah, I guess how many quarters I played in varsity that year or that game? Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> well, I might have been on kickoff or kick return, but there I, you go. I didn't try very hard. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of locker room or halftime locker room talk, I remember <laughs> us being down against Sheridan. Unfortunately, we did lose that game. What? But at halftime, at halftime, Coach Umbenhauer is pissed because we're down and he goes over to the chalkboard and he tries before he says anything he's just looking at us and we can all tell that he's fired up and he goes and he hits the chalkboard as hard as he can with his fist without realizing it's one of those chalkboards that spins (laughs) the other side so the bottom side comes up and nearly takes his fucking head off it really didn't set the mood no that's (laughs) You can't walk out of the locker. You can't walk out of the locker room giggling. That does not strike fear into the hearts of your opponents. Unless it does. Unless it does. Unless like, these guys are yeah. absolute savages. Unless you're very intimidating and you're just laughing. They're like, like if the Canadians, when we played the Canadian All Star team, if they would have got off the bus laughing, I would have shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true. It's like these guys aren't worried one bit. One bit. They just planned our murder. But also, like Jervis probably gets off the bus laughing because they're not worried they one bit either because they know they're gonna lose. Yeah. Shut so, up. What's the point? Shout out to Uncle Kerry, Jervis grad. That blows my mind. I know, but he likes joking about it, which is fun. When we were calling our snaps, they were telling Chuck Norris jokes just to try to throw us off. Yeah, they... Like, that didn't fire us up and make us want to play like Chuck Norris. They didn't fucking care, dude. They... uh, They were bad. They were bad. They were so bad. We were killing them one time, and I asked Sarge to put me in as a running back, and he didn't do it. I wanted to do it so badly. Yeah. It's like we're already murdering them. Let me fucking run the ball. I just wanted to catch the ball, and we conveniently never passed. We did conveniently never pass. Like, why would you pass? I would describe us as a run first team. <laughs> I would describe us as a run first, second, second third, third, and fourth. Matt. Fourth if it's... Third 25, outside option right. That yeah. Sounds about right. We've Give it done the last third 25. Give it to Halderman. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't throw an interception if you don't pass it. I mean, that's true. We really know how to limit our turnovers. My favorite Dayton tradition is that the quarterback's also always the punter. <laughs> <laughs> or the kicker. Well, just in case we play the, run that trick play that we never actually run, yeah. where they pass it on yeah, the bootleg. You could imagine what it'd be like if we did, right? Probably would have been probably would have won state. <laughs> oh, just like I remember, um, well, Minion was actually a good kicker, but Umby also had that trick play where the um, where. They snap it to the uh, holder, and then he pitches it out to the kicker, and he wanted our kicker to be our quarterback because it's basically an outside option right. <laughs> yeah. We, ne- we never ran that play a goddamn time. <laughs> Dude, we spent like three months practicing for the Zong formation, which I got a fucking concussion from Cubits. There you go. That son of a bitch. <laughs> um, 
Cubes? Not Cubes. Cubes? Cubes. Cubes. You're thinking of AGR. Yeah. Well, cubes fucking laid me cubes. out. But we practiced that for like a month and ran it like two times in the game. And it worked both times and we never ran it again. <laughs> He's a fun ball on Instagram, by the way. I'm pretty sure we fumbled one. I that? think we fumbled the second time and then run it a third time and it what worked. And then they just didn't politically. do it because we fumbled the second time. Yeah. Which was unrelated to the play formation. Yeah. It was just because he got hit. Yeah, I remember... One game, I think it was at Sheridan. We didn't have a middle linebacker, and I was standing. We're going five and two. No, we no, we just didn't have a guy in there, and okay. I was standing next to Sarge, and he just fucking grabbed and was like middle linebacker. <laughs> so I fucking ran in there, middle linebacker, and fucking Joy Flores looks over at me, gets a big old grin on his face, and goes suck, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah. I can see you out there hitting your helmet, <laughs> chopping your feet. I fucking got a tackle. Somebody hit somebody. There you go. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then immediately, out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> you got in there and you made a tackle. Get that kid off the field. I fucking got my name called over the fucking PA system. There you go. <laughs> got right out of there. <laughs> and that's football, baby. Number 81 playing middle linebacker. Let's go. Kevin sucks. Six foot, <laughs> buck fifty. <laughs> I do love Let's linebackers with wide receiver numbers. <laughs> yeah. I, like, oh, I did not. No, not a football guy. The one of our running backs was Joseph Fernandez. No, Joseph Fernandez was a center. He also ran the ball. No, he was a center like guard. No, he did. Joe, yes, he did. No, Joey oh. Flores did too. So did Joseph. No, Joe. 100% he did. 100% he did. James Benson did. 100% he did. Like maybe, like in eighth grade or something? I Maybe. Maybe. James Benson, oh, that's a fullback. That's a fullback. By that, I mean he's got a big old butt. <laughs> and he stands with his hands backwards on his love handles. Yeah. Just having fun, making jokes. That was the... Fucking thing about dating football is everybody on that team was so gay. It's probably every football. It is definitely every football. Everybody was just so gay. Super gay. Uh, I remember being down in three point stance, lined up against uh, Stoller. Lurch or? Lurch. Lurch. And he is squatting. Surprisingly good at football. Surprisingly good at football. Still moves funny, but surprisingly good. And he is just down in three point stance, but it's almost more like he's just squatted down. And (laughs) we hear, damn. We're set, and then right before he says hike, he fucking rips one. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and like we all, we couldn't block, we couldn't do fucking shit. We just Obviously. stood up laughing. Obviously. Oh, that was a. That is that you can't teach that kind of time. My favorite thing would be when Umby was talking to one side of the offensive line and the other side wouldn't be listening. So he was just getting fucking pissed off. Like, everything I'm saying to this side applies to this side. And then he fucking hit you in the helmet with his hat. And you're like, Umby, I don't give a fuck. I love a good Umby hat throw. This isn't social hour. It's like, that yeah, for me, it kind of is. <laughs> this is the only reason I'm on the team. Uh, your fart joke, Austin, it reminds me of what my stepdad Dale would always tell me. If God didn't have a sense of humor, he wouldn't have invented farts. That's a fact. If you don't laugh, like, there are, like, crass dick jokes or whatever, cum jokes, whatever. They're not all good. 
A good fart is never not never funny. Never not funny. And if you all of a sudden stop laughing at farts, you need to be put down. I remember one time I'm be told me if I spend as much time paying attention to the game as I did talking to the stat girls, I'd probably get in the game. And I just looked at them and went, I know. <laughs> Strategic. That's not my goal. <laughs> I'm just here for the chicks. Which was his daughter. <laughs> True. Chicks dig the uniform. Yeah, I was uh, not interested in playing football. (laughs) Every picture that I have of me on the sidelines in high school football is just me standing next to Ian, not really close (laughs) to anybody else. (laughs) That checks out. Meant to open up one of my Mexican loggers that I'm not a big fan of, but I took a bunch home of because I can. Okay. And accidentally opened up one of my last hashtag D Money Slam sauces. Ooh. Ooh, that seltzer's good. Hey, it goes down smooth. When you say you take them home because you can, do you mean like because you're able to or because you can beer? Uh, both. It was okay. a canning day last week and there was a bunch of low fills, so I take home any of them that are like, if it's like, like 10 12ths full. I'm not going to send that out for people 10, to drink. 12th full, I'm also known as a sixth. Out. Yeah, you can reduce those five sixths. You can reduce those five fractions. Five sixths. But I'm saying... Devin, do you need to teach me about reduction? Fraction reduction? Yes, sir. Hey, did you ever figure out the ABV on that slam sauce? Uh, Yes, it was five and a half percent in... I had it tested. It claims that there's only one and a half grams of sugar in there. It tasted very sweet. In a good way. I don't usually yeah, like sweet drinks, but it was sweet. It was great. It was fucking sweet. Yeah, I cut free. that down. That was I cut sweet. that down because it saves money. But it, this this new, new batch, new batch, ooh, it's good. Mm-hmm. What's the name of your Mexican lager? Juan. <laughs> uh, Can't have Juan. All right, I'm only going out for Juan. Can't have just Juan. Just Juan drink. Uh, don't get me started about Juan. <laughs> Is that your coworker? He's my assistant. Yep. That's my assistant. He calls him his assistant. That makes him feel good. It should. But got a margarita sour ale. It's going good. Sold out of that in a month. Usually takes about two to three months to What's the name of that? So I'm uh, margarita sour with prickly pear. You really should dedicate. I get a little clever with them nowadays. Really should have credited some Buffett on that. Yeah, well, I said I came up with the idea um, because it's prickly pear and lime because it's a margarita with prickly pear, and I said a um, a prick in lime instead of or God damn it think that I got that one wrong. But anyhow. Grapefruit. No, prickly fruit. Juicy fruit. Ooh. There's a keeper. Yeah. Prickly pear margarita. God damn it. Yeah. Beer names are good. Beer names are... Do you want to go over beer names real quick? Well, fucking beer names are tough sometimes. Did you name that one Red? Red Foreman? I don't want to. I liked, what was was your names, Austin? Domestic or Spruce? Oh, Domestic. Oh, Spruce Pit. 
The domestic is spruce. No, domestic is spruce. That is a good one. S spruce jam. That doesn't really work. You want better content for your podcast than naming beers? Uh, yeah, because what we've been doing before this was highbrow. We gave our thoughts on Israel, which, I mean, is pretty topical. Yeah, and we've got, oh, do we have thoughts? Not good ones, but I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Not a lot. Don't really know what's going on. I paid almost zero attention to it because I am tired of hearing bad news. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, I don't want to know. Yeah, I just saw a lot of celebrities tweeting about it, and I was like, oh, the Jews are at it again. <laughs> Team America World Police, here we come. How can we spend more money? How can we make this about us? You know, the Jews are a proud people. Are they? I don't know. Not really. They're kind of neurotic. They're a bit neurotic and nervous, which can't blame them. Can't blame them. They, people are coming after them people? at all times. I would also be a little bit neurotic. Can they gain up on this? You should. Gainer. I just, I've only met... What I know, I've only met one Jew, and she took my photos when I was in fourth grade for uh, her own personal use portraits. Okay. So how'd you know she was Jewish? That, I I really don't I, I don't know. Our neighbors are Jewish. I don't know them, but our neighbors are Jewish. Down the street, they put Happy Hanukkah up and fucking dreidels in every year for not not dreidels menorahs. Sounds Jewish to me. You don't bring them over for beers. No. No, but we'll bring him over for a latke here and again. I won't. Dreidel, 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 fucking dreidel song. Stick it in my butthole, that's a dreidel song. <laughs> I love that song. It's a good one. That song <laughs> fires me up. We played that before football, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we just start dancing around, doing that thing where we cross our arms and get in a squat. Dreidel. And then just alternate between <laughs> legs. And then Fluff just swings around nakedly on a, on a fucking... Water pipe. When you guys were in 8th grade and I was in 7th grade, our football song was literally I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. So it was ours. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh. That's what I meant. Yeah, when it was uh, us with Dismay and you guys with Fluke. Yeah. And Fluke came out to tell Dismay to not let his guys hit you guys so hard. Remember that, Devin? Yes, I do. And I also remember... When the junior high news school paper came around, said, what was your favorite year, favorite part about your seventh grade year? I was like, oh, singing, man, I feel like a woman in the locker room with the guys. <laughs> I created a lot of buzz. stepdad, saw that and said, you know, when people look back at this 10 years later, they're going to think you're a faggot. Uh, did you I'm tell like, him that we already know? Also, Did you tell them in 10 years newspapers won't even be a fucking thing, you arrogant prick, you fucking stupid boomer savage bitch? Go fuck a lampshade? Yeah, you tell them that. And who holds on to their 7th grade newspapers? I don't know, but you bought a class ring, so. Bet you feel like a woman. I don't even know where that thing is. Obviously. No, you only spent 300 bucks on it. You don't, you don't want to know where it is. You didn't get a class ring? No, anymore. did you? You got a class ring? Do I look like... Do I seem like a class ring kind of guy? No, you don't, but I don't know. Your mom's an educator. No, my mom asked me and my brother. Me and my brother were both like, no. My mom asked me if I wanted a letterman jacket, and I was like, no. Like, no. Not really. 
Joey well, Pacey are going to let him in sweater. We had a guy in our fraternity. Huh? I said you didn't want a letterman, Jack, because you didn't letter in anything. Whoa, but I lettered in football multiple times, and I lettered in baseball once, and I never lettered in basketball. You're going to have to let her go. You lettered in baseball? Junior year. Fucking, I'm pretty sure what's his name just felt bad for me and gave me a fucking patch. Because I didn't even... I Your junior went, year would have been my senior year, and he yeah. didn't even let me play in the senior baseball game. Yeah. There was a guy in my fraternity. Too big of a distraction. There was a, there was a guy in my fraternity named well, he's Bryce. Not wrong. Named Bryce. Uh, shout out to Bryce, who during Monday chapter meetings, you know, you got to dress up nice. This is a fraternity full of gentlemen. You got to dress up nice, and he would like. First of all, he would wear like a long sleeve button up and a vest, but then he also wore his class ring. And let me tell you, busting out the class ring anytime after this day you got it. Is super not cool. Not cool. It is not cool. It doesn't even look good. No. Like it looks like a cheap. It just looks like not good. It looks not good. And it's not good. The, the best way to tell people that you peaked in high school is wear anything high school related after high school. After the day that you graduate. I the still, only thing that I still use from high school is my gym bag. I still rock. It's a my, strong gym bag. I still rock my football jersey. You shouldn't. <laughs> It fits? I don't have one. Okay. But no, it wouldn't. <laughs> no. Those things were skin tight. I hated our fucking football jerseys, dude. They were Why? so they were so fucking tight. I hated our practice jerseys, I'll tell you that. No, our practice jerseys were baggy. Our pants Our sucked. pants, I mean the duck pants. Yeah, because they were for college. They were for D one athletes and I did not I was not a D one athlete. But like my jersey like suffocated me. Yeah, they were tight. We really should have been getting pants from like and I was Linfield, like, the Linfield practice squad. I was fucking scrawny, and like it's still like, I felt like I'd been pressed my chest in. Yeah. And then getting them off. Be young again. Good oh luck. boy. Memories. God. Could you imagine if Boys of Fall had been released when we were in high school? It might have I would have still hated it. Yeah, it sucks. The song sucks. But we would have played it ironically. Got your number, I got your back. We when your back's against the wall. We would have played that ironically and it would have slapped. That's actually true. The fucking Texas Rangers, when they were in the middle of their slump in the second half of the season, just fucking started playing Creed. Because <laughs> it was like shitty music for shitty baseball. I can And they that. started winning, and so now they fucking play Creed all the time. I like After that. After they won their series against the Orioles, they fucking rocked out to Creed. Can you take yeah. me higher? That's a fucking slump buster right that's there. A good, that's a good song. Higher is a good song. Say what you want. Look, Creed has three good songs. and that's I My mean, Sacrifice, Higher. Well, four. One Last Breath. One Last Breath. One Last Breath is a good song. And, uh... With arms wide street. open? Yeah. I don't like that song. You're an idiot, then. I don't like that Ow. song. With arms wide open under the sunlight. It's gay, that's why. Every Creed song is gay. No, my, well, I mean, yeah, but My Sacrifice is great. Higher is great. One Last Breath is great. Underrated Creed song? What's this life for? Other underrated Creed song is called One. Now, granted, I think I do one, one. one is pretty much only good for the first half. The second half kind of sucks, but the first half is so good, it's worth listening I think to. I do know one. I don't think I know the other one you said. Uh, what's this life for? Because oh, I used to get... What's this life for? Oh, yeah. I don't... I don't what's this life for? I, I probably know it. 
Do you think I probably know it? 50 50. Yeah. Sounds like grunge that's not good after it became popular. I think they might even call it post grunge. It's like like Nickelback like, sometimes gets called post grunge. No, Nickelback is way better than Creed. Nickelback is way better than Creed. Nickelback, Nickelback is legitimately Nickelback good. Yeah. Nickelback's got some hits, and I don't understand the. I mean, I do understand the hate, but like at the same time, they've got this is the second pod in a row where we've defended Nickelback. I like Nickelback, but uh, I know they've got good songs, and I haven't listened to them in a while. I might need to bust that out. Bro, like for real, they have like. One or two songs that just get them roasted. Yeah. But they have a lot of good songs. That's my dad outside of the car. Um, what the hell how You Remind Me is a legitimate... How, how, <laughs> how good... Or How You Remind Me Such a is a song. perfect rock song. It's like a perfect 2000s rock song. Yeah. Oh, but like I said, I'm still wondering what the hell was on Joey's hat. Oh, yeah. That song can eat my ass yeah. for the record. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. <laughs> How did our eyes get so red? And what the hell is on Joey's head? What is? I went to school. Most of the time I better things to do. Establishing a bad boy. God, that guy, that song sucks. That song sucks ass, unless Benji Hedgecock's singing it. Yeah. In which case, fuck it, I hope you got a lighter, because you are going to light it and hold it up in the air. I mean, not as much as when he does... Journey? Journey or uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. I remember one time, I was probably like 15, and I was playing a gig in a soup kitchen. I played a few gigs in a soup kitchen, and Benji and AJ and maybe even Zach showed up. And then Benji and I did songs together. He came up and did Wanted Dead or Alive, and I wasn't ready for it. And he went, Wanted. And then he looked at me and like held the microphone to me so I could say Wanted, but I wasn't expecting it. And I really botched the line because I was too busy laughing because I was not expecting to go that hard. Wanted. Wanted. Dead or Alive. Soup kitchens, soup kitchens are a good crowd. There was one guy who was definitely a drug addict who offered to be my manager, which is what they tend to do. Have you ever heard of bon- John Bovey? Oh, yeah. The Your hate is like good medicine. medicine. Yeah. Good medicine is not what I need. The fucking reverse Bon Jovi band John from Bovey. SNL. That's bon- good. Is it John Bovey? John Bovey. John Bovey. Uh, I'm not wanted alive or dead. So you know that... Uh, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things yep. is engaged to, or maybe even married to Bon Jovi's son. Okay. So okay, but his last name is Bon Giovanni. It's all one word, Bon Giovanni. And uh, I was like at the store, and you know how they've got the rack of sort of headline magazine shit. Mm-hmm. It said um, John Bon Jovi opens up about his opinion on. Bon Giovanni's uh, engagement to Millie Bobby Brown. And I had no idea that they were related. It's like, who gives a fuck what John Bon Jovi thinks about this random young couple? Like, who gives a fuck? Why is he weighing in on anything? Why is he weighing in on it all? And, uh... It's me, John Bon Giovanni. And so I opened it up and found out that, oh, it's his son. You opened it up? I don't remember how I figured out. I'm just going to say that I opened it up, but I don't know. I don't remember how. Austin's reading the tabloids again. 
John Bon Giamo. Pay for him? Huh? Nothing. Cool. Um, yeah, you're so goddamn right. Millie Bobby Brown, pretty good looking. Yeah. Nothing no, wrong no, there. No, Nothing no, wrong no, there. No, no. And you know, getting married young. Sometimes you gotta. Get around and get divorced young too. True. That's fun. Maybe she starts pumping out kids. We're in doubt it. George Carlin likes to call it pumping out a unit. What <laughs> <laughs> was I like to call it? Pumping out a unit. You guys remember Barbara, Barbara Bush? I like to call her the silver douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend. Uh, George Carlin, I haven't... So, the more that I listen to it, the more It's Bad For You might be his best album. It was his last album before he died. Oh, it was a great one. And, like, Complaints oh, and Grievances. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, I mean, Complaints and Grievances oh, was probably man. my favorite Carlin album for the longest time. Life is Worth Losing is up there. You're All Diseased is kind of second tier. And I was a little bit iffy on It's Bad For You. Like, the one time when I listened to it the first time, I was like, it's a good special, but, like, it didn't hit me. I find myself going back to that special more than any of them. And every joke is fucking gold. That entire special is laugh out loud funny. Well, and that's the thing about George Carlin is not all of his specials are laugh out loud funny. No, some of them are some of them are more like think. Yeah, I mean there are laugh out loud parts, but yeah, yeah, some of them are laugh out loud straight through. And life or no, uh, it's bad for you. Is both. It's thought provoking and And it's it's laugh out loud funny wall to wall. Yeah. Devin, you ever listen to Bill Burr? Yeah. Nice. I love Bill Burr. Have you listened to Doug Stanhope yet? Oh, I told the story I about me and Doug Stanhope. You need... Devin, if if you would swear by any comedian, Dude, Doug Stanhope would be your top three. I'm is, not even joking. This is one of my biggest problems with comedians, at least the ones that I meet. I told a couple people the story about when we met Doug Stanhope. Yeah. And one of the guys who's like 50 um, and like like weird, like definitely like on the spectrum, super nice, but like a weirdo who is like funny as fuck because what he's doing is not, shouldn't be funny. He's, he's weird. He sells it though? But he's just hilarious the way he does it. Like he got on stage... The other day, because he's just like kind of like a fired up neurotic guy. So he got on stage talking about the economy and how the price of cars and stuff back then versus now and all this stuff. And he's like, I don't even want to talk about this. He's like, when I was younger, I wanted to be a lounge singer, but everybody laughed at me. So I decided to become a comedian. And I was like, that's fucking perfect. Like, that's a that's a brilliant line. I think he should have tagged it, though, with. And once I did. No one, no one was laughing he, then. He pretty much did. All so right. then he was like, "I'm gonna try it now," and he That's just a... started lounge singing, like. And so, like, if you're not expecting that or whatever, or you don't get this guy, it's probably weird and not funny. Yeah. But for me, it's fucking hilarious because I know that he's just a weirdo. So I told him and this other guy about how we just like met Doug Stanhope and the whole story about how we just hung we out. We didn't just him. meet him. Yeah, we hung out. Yeah, with like him. I told him the whole story, and then one of the guys was like, "Hey, do you think like?" Because he always talks about it on his podcast, like, if I just showed up on Sundays, you think he would just, like, let, let me hang out and, and watch football? And I was like... I First mean, of all, right now he doesn't have a house. Yeah. But, like, I mean, probably, like, he was that kind of guy. And he's like, man, how sweet would that be to just, like, chill and 
he was talking about just like ultimate chill and then he's like and i know they got a stage they're like how sick would it be to do 10 minutes and it's like that's not even like the point yeah that is like, not the vibe the vibe you either hang or you don't yeah that's not you're hanging. just there to hang like you don't want to be like hey can i do fucking 10 for you no yeah. you're there to just hang out with them yeah it, the whole reason he lives down there is to not be bothered by that shit. right and it's like that's not and then I, I... That one sense lets you know that it would be it, a horrible hang exactly, and he'd say no. Exactly. And Stan then I was like, he would catch a vibe and be like, this guy's not... I was telling him something about one of his jokes and then somebody else said something about my joke. And he's like, oh, when did you tell that? And I was like, tonight. He's like, oh, you know me, dude. I'm a comedian just like you. I'm just as self-absorbed as, as you. And I was like, that's not... A, that, like, that's not a trait that you have to have to be a comedian. Like, you could work on that. You could be that, you but can, still, like, listen. Yeah, you could be a better person. Yeah. You could still be involved in the room when other people are like, doing their thing. Yeah. Like... Are you sure that wasn't just a really well... Well... Or a really bad <coughs> joke? What joke? When he said that? It just was a really poorly executed joke? No, 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 no. No, it wasn't even like that. It was just... I, I remembered one of his jokes, and I told him. And then one of the other guys told said a joke or asked about a premise or something that i said and then he was like i've never heard that joke when did you do that and i was like tonight it was just it was more just about like yeah, okay. it, it wasn't about like the specific joke or anything but it's just like dude you don't have to be so like you don't have to be an asshole and they all like all of the comedians like seem like they're arguing over who has the most trauma in their life and i'm just like i have none yeah. I, I just want to fucking tell jokes and like have fun and make people laugh like they all come from, like, a very weird angle and, like, a very weird energy. Well, they're the kind of guys who get really serious about the craft. Yeah. And guarantee they work on jokes, like, maybe twice a week. Maybe. Well, and their joke, yeah, like, their jokes aren't even, like, jokes. Like, I don't know. They're just, like, stories that they try to embellish and use language, profane language, to make funny. And it's just, like, that's not, I don't know. I would agree with that. Um, I went to a bar a couple months ago in Eugene. Allie and I were not expecting there to be stand-up comedy. And a dude showed up, and, like, the first two jokes he said were pretty clever. But then after that, it was all about just, like, him and his stepdad's relationship and just, like, weird shit about people he didn't like. Grody. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. Was it open mic or was that guy like doing a thing? No, it was open mic, but he was the one who gotcha. like set up the like sets up the open yeah. mic, so he went first. Yeah, dude, it's open mic comedy is so weird. It's awesome because some of the people are like some of the people that go are legitimately funny, and I I'm excited when they're gonna go up. And some of the people, it's like, why are you even still here? I just, why? But why that's the you, beauty of the open mic. Why are you taking up five minutes of this? That's the beauty of the open mic. Yeah. Is like, uh, the, an open mic is not meritocratic. It is, yeah. you just sign up. You and get, like, you don't get a better spot because you're good. You don't get no. a worse spot because you're bad. You get. It is just whatever order it's in, and you will get a, a murderer, an absolute psychopath, a guy who's just not funny. And then a funny a guy, killer. Again. like yeah. And it, you just, you get the secondhand embarrassment and cringe that you get from some of the people up there is just like, oh, I have to leave the room. Uh, so the only so like I don't mind that, like I can handle that because I just I'll sort of laugh through it just yeah. to make it feel better. But Me too. if if a joke is 
Rem- if I can find any humor in the joke, I'm laughing. Even or if the least, cadence is just or right. at least smiling. Like, I'm at least exuding that I'm having fun. But when we went to that uh, open mic of yours at uh, that one, like, long skinny bar. Yeah, that place. Um, I was sitting right yeah. in the front, and so the comedian was looking at me most of the time, and I'm just constantly kind of nodding my head and giving him, like, a half smile. Yeah. Like, I hear you, brother. Yeah. And I that's don't like not, that spot. That's not a comedy-inducing environment. That no, but there were sucks. some yeah. really solid guys that night. Yeah. There was more not, but there were some. That one dude from Africa is not funny. Yeah. There's a couple of them. In the city. One of them, there's like a fucking tall, like African dude who's dark. Nice. Not that funny, but super nice. You have that uh, black guy playing the bass smile. No, he's from Minnesota. Well, actually, yeah, kind of. <laughs> he's from Minnesota. Nice. He's just a tall black fucking like Uganda, like fucking. That's what I'm talking. Like, Uganda respect. Like, frightening if you met him in an alleyway. All right. Well, that's only because you think he's going to steal from you. Knowing him personally, probably could beat him up, but uh, <laughs> seeing him without knowing him would be very intimidating. All right. But there's not, it's, I don't, it's not, it's not a very, like, welcoming scene. It's, it's very weird. It's very niche And, like, the niches are, like, I don't want to hang out with it. Any of you people, yeah. In my spare time, are there other open mics that you've heard about that you haven't hit yet? There's so th- apparently it's like they're starting to open up a lot more new ones. Nice. So like you, there's like multiple, multiple nights of the week where you can hit multiple mics. Any bar who's not doing an open mic well, comedy is losing out. And on like money. people were telling me like th- before COVID there was a ton of mics and then they were like. Now there's not that many, and they're like, it's either going to come back or it's going to go away. And it seems like it's coming back. But I don't know. It's the, always the same. I mean, I'm sure it's the same everywhere, but it's always the same 20 people with 10 that are hit or miss. I'm going to pitch it again. But Sunday morning hangover. You now know enough guys that you could pitch that to them. And, and the, I bet a lot of them uh, would come. Yeah. I bet a lot of them aren't even sports fans. Devin, would you go to a Sunday morning hangover open mic where, like, the goal is to just be basically as hungover as possible and go up and tell some jokes? Right before football right starts. Before so you do it, like, the two hours leading up to football yeah. starting? Yeah, basically because I could make just make jokes about whatever the fuck I did that made me so hungover the night before. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When are things funnier than when you're hungover? Exactly. And you're just trying to make a laugh so you can get a little serotonin in your body. I think that, I, I've been making this suggestion for a while. That's the best. That's that's the best part of the recovery of drinking is just to sit around telling jokes while everyone feels like shit, I, and you're just trying to have fun. We're not even halfway through the season. At least the NFL season. Well, that's only that's what's on Sunday. Crowd that look like they're just like fucking just dead. I think. Look at this. What if we just went out front of the OBH and just like started doing it? Yeah. Like you know, they have people playing music. Yeah. We just go out there and just start doing comedy. Like don't even ask them. Am I right, folks? (laughs) Um, I think you should call Magoobies or whatever that place was. The sports bar. It's like a guy's name. What's the name of the bar? 
Are you talking about the one that I used to do comedy at? Uh-huh. Padre Murphy's? Padre Murphy's, Magoobies. Yeah, Padre but Murphy's. they stopped doing comedy. I know. But like... But before the game... S- but before the game, it might get people in there earlier and That's then what stay I'm saying. longer. Is like you go because they stopped doing it during Monday Night Football. Yeah. So it's like, well, let's do it before Sunday football. And you should call them. Yeah. I mean, you should call them this week. And you should be like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a hangover comedy show, and I know a bunch of people in the comedy scene. I bet we can get ten plus comedians in here first time every Sunday. And yeah, first time, and yeah. I guarantee it'll build from there. Uh, let us do this as an experiment. Yeah. And uh, I guarantee I can get you I some numbers. Give, yeah, I bet they'd give me a month. Yeah. And so I think you should call them up this week God, that would be so and funny. just, like, throw out the idea. And just be like, hey, I had a great idea. What time do you guys open? Great. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, like, I'll let you borrow some PA equipment. But, yeah, like, if they open at 8, just get there at 730 and set up and be ready to go at 8. Yeah. I could let – I'll let you borrow some PA yeah, equipment. Yeah, all I would need is two stands – and uh, and two speakers. Like yeah. that's all the other guy had. And I have extra stands and I have extra speakers. Boom. So I think that you should call him, set it up, God. Yeah. and then go out next week during comedy nights. Just and go just out every night that there's comedy and recruit people and be like, guys, this is going to be the next big thing. Sunday, 8 o'clock, and be Sunday, there. And Sunday there's no other mics, so as long as like you can make it, there's, first come, first there's serve. nothing else going on. First come, first serve on the sign-up. Yeah. And, it's only uh, going to be... Two hours, like we yeah. have to stop when football starts. So yeah, and you could even do jokes about like football because most of the people that are going to be there are going to be there to watch football. Yeah, so like you could do sports related jokes, which I don't always hit because sometimes people they don't give a fuck. But you tell them that you'll take care of the advertising. If they'll put it up, you'll make the poster and shit. There's a bunch of free poster making websites, oh, yeah. and just be like, hey, I will set this whole thing up. I'll make the poster. All you got to do is put it on your what do we call it social media. What do we call it? Devin, we want some help here. Devin, we need some help for a Sunday hangover comedy show. There you go. That's the, that's what it is, Sunday hangover. The Sunday hangover comedy show? Yeah. Ooh, the, uh, it wouldn't be an hour. I was going to say the Sunday hangover comedy hour, which sounds good, but it's more than that. Power hour, baby. Um, I think the Sunday hangover comedy show. Sunday hangover comedy. Like, I mean, it sounds. It, it tells, tells you exactly what it is, and it gets you intrigued. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's like okay. All right, we're all gonna be miserable together. Yeah. Sunday hangover comedy show. And then naturally, as you're doing the comedy, you get drinks and you get drunk again. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I mean, that's the best cure, way to cure, cure your hangover you know. with laughs yes. and booze. Laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, booze. laughter is the best medicine. Booze also helps. Booze doesn't hurt. <laughs> I think okay. I think you make the poster ahead of time and take it to the and then take it to them and just go look. I'm in the comedy scene. I talk to a bunch of comedians all the time. I guarantee a bunch of them would be down for this. I bet you would sell a lot of liquor. You know, push it in a way that like or even maybe a better place just because the stage and everything already. The Dubliner would almost be better. I mean, 100. percent The Dubliner would be great. The Dubliner has a sweet stage and it's obviously also a sports bar. Yeah, they do open mics already. Yeah. I'd say go for it. I, I think would, go to the yeah, Dubliner. I would go to the Dubliner first. And throw it out to them. Um, I bet they would be open to it. Yeah. And uh, you know that you can get, first week, bare minimum, I guarantee you get five comedians. Bare yeah. minimum. Yeah. I bet you get more, I bet but I, I don't think you get less than five. I bet. Not including de- you. Depending on where they all live and the location for them, I bet most of them would be, most of the ones that I am thinking of would be down for that. Yeah. And 
That's something I would like to go to. Yeah. Like, I would 100%. And I would be the host, so I could be doing jokes the whole time. Just yeah. Progressively you get way more just stage progressively time. progressively getting drunker. Yeah. You get way more stage time by doing that. You can go up there, do another minute, yeah. another minute, another minute. Yeah. Like, uh, I think that's a moneymaker. Yeah. I think it's a moneymaker. I think it would gain your reputation with, like, a good, like, this is a sweet idea. This guy's yeah. doing something different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a weekend, so it's like people aren't doing it on a weeknight. Uh, there's no work in the morning. I mean, there's work in the morning, but you're but starting it, in the morning. It, yeah, so, so you have the rest of the you day. You could sleep it off. Yeah, or you could not drink if you're a fucking pussy. pussy. I would, but. yeah, I would call them this week. That would be, because I would I would like to go to that yeah, show. Yeah, that would be fun. Sunday morning hangover comedy, hungover comedy show. Yeah. What are you eating there, Devin? Peanut butter filled pretzels? Banana bread. Banana bread. Hey, Devin, who you got? Huskies or ducks this weekend? Huskies. Yeah, that's what I was thinking you were going to say. You got beeves? Or, mean, hey, what's the spread on the beeves game? What are we favored by? I don't know. Give me a minute. I need Patrick Mahomes to go under nine passing yards the last six minutes of this game who uh what's the score right now the ball uh broncos are down eight it's eight sixteen and mahomes just got two more yards whoa tell him to stop settle down buddy you're gonna throw your arm out throwing passes like that yeah five and a half minutes left in the game punt it Basically, I just need them to punt the ball before he gets seven more yards. And then, yeah, Broncos try to do something, and then they need it out. Let's get it. If I know the Broncos are trying to do something, it's not going to result in anything. Well, Broncos hold the ball long enough that they don't have to keep him passing. He can run the ball. That's all right. I'll allow Patrick Mahomes to run the ball. <laughs> all right. Well, I could use some food, so I think we're going to end the podcast. But we're going to keep talking to Devin off screen if he wants to. So, uh, all right. Another good time with a good. That. Another good time. Good time with a good time of buds. And we, speaking of football, we're going to listen to a song from the 1970s by a band called Mel and Tim, and this song is called Backfield in Motion. What? Yeah, get ready for it, everybody. This was a hit song in the 70s. Adam Carolla Show. A lot of roles in this song. <laughs> Mel and Tim. Mel and Tim. Baby, penalize you. Backfield in motion, baby. You know that's against the rules. 
Pour it down, I gotta let you go. What a song. <laughs> what is this song about? A hit? Uh, is this about anal? It's about, uh, probably. It's about love, is what it's about. Possibly the lack thereof. Pour it down, I gotta let you go. This song is two and a half minutes. It should be so much longer. So, uh, all right. Well, Ladies let's go, Beavs. Let's go, Beavs. And we'll see you guys on the next one. We will report back next week. Woo!